Well, hello, this is your girl, Felicia G. Welcome to Heart Conversations. Hey, it's me, and I'm back. So, I'm just wondering, can we just talk, girl? I love that song. And then it was a little sad because my husband is not a fan of the song, which is interesting. I don't know who many, well, excuse me, I don't know how many of you out there have read Men are from Venus. No, women are from Venus. Men are from Mars. Something like that. Me, personally, I have not read it. Um, I'm now wondering if I should. But this is um, Hard Conversations and going into 2020, but being here for the last days of 2019, This is the last Monday of 2019, and this is the day prior to uh, New Year's Eve. So I just wanted to, of course, you know, give that check-in. That good old check-in for our um, space, place, uh, realities and, and, and anxieties of the current year ending and the start of the of the new year 2020 can be what we make it starting of course right now with our thoughts we can think of what the new year brings which is newness renewal to commitments um to hope, uh, to strategies. We can be intentional. We can set goals, short-term goals, long-term goals. We can um, hold ourselves accountable, partner with someone else to hold them accountable. We can work on um, renewing our vows in our marriage, renewing our vows to ourselves, creating vows for ourselves, finding out who we are, trying to find out who we want to be, aiming to be that. It, it, it can actually get overwhelming because the new year can mean so much. But if we would take some time to kind of stop to be reflective on the past year, that can serve us really well in preparing for the new year. Taking the time to celebrate all the things that you did. This right here was real for me. Christmas times, I was in a battle, a battle with the blues. Um, Christmas time has always been high stress, low energy. Well, not always, I shouldn't say that, but in the last few years has been that for me. This particular Christmas, I had a lot of personal um, challenges, um, challenges in my health. So um, it was was a heavier Christmas for me. Um, It was really bittersweet because I was super excited and I still am super excited about my trip to New Zealand to see my 
son and daughter-in-law and to be there for the birth of my grandbaby. So that's super exciting. But I also felt um, the longing and missing of them and of him for the first, my first Christmas. So I just had like, you know, a lot going on. And um, I know for me, and I'm sure for a lot of you, when you are feeling challenged, heavy, overwhelmed, stressed, um, being in a place of gratitude sometimes isn't easy. Now for me, uh, that is a, the way that I, a way that I cope. I try to stay in gratitude because it lifts. So even though I had some health challenges and, and I was a little, you know, feeling heavy in my spirit and missing my son and trying to kind of juggle and maneuver a couple of things around um, a new entrepreneur. And, you know, that's challenging, trying to kind of um, schedule it out and plan out the next move for the different things that we're doing. And we're doing a lot of things. And then stopping to be in gratitude to say, girl, wait a minute, hold up. 2019, you decided that you wanted to start your own gig, and you did. So stop and celebrate that. This wasn't the year that you were saying, I'm going to do this in the new year. You did it. So I had to stop and celebrate that. And sometimes we're moving so fast or things are seeming to move to be moving in slow motion where we we you know in that in that moment you're you you don't acknowledge what you've achieved because you're thinking of all the things that are still left on the table to do so I had to do that um I had to stop myself and you know be in gratitude for the blessings and for the things that I've done just because it's not what you wanted to be or you're not where you want to be but you're not where you used to be and I really had to stop and think about the things that I did accomplish that um, I am pushing forward into 2020 as opposed to starting fresh so that was a cool moment for me and I wanted to share that with all of you to be encouraged And you don't have to be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. You know, that's, you know, a little bit Bible for you. But um, it's true. So we do have to stop, take some time to celebrate and to uh, appreciate being on this side of our destinies. Um... So I just wanted to do that quick check-in to remind you before we jump into our goals and intentions for 2020 to be reflective on what happened in 2019. Who were you? Um, What were your disappointments? And also letting a lot of it go. Um... There's a lot of forgiveness and unforgiveness to definitely leave in 2019. And 
oftentimes it starts with ourselves. There's some things you've got to forgive yourself for. I know for me, I have to forgive myself for the ignorance that I had in certain areas. I didn't know. And I had to forgive me and let it let that go instead of like holding it because it won't serve me. It won't help me in 2020. Forgiving people who will not apologize for certain things. It doesn't serve me. So I have to let it go. Going forward into 2020. Um, and making room. You know, we have a few days left in... Some years I have not, absolutely, absolutely not, have not had time to do any New Year's um, cleaning in a sense of throwing out some things that I don't need and making room. I didn't have time. I didn't have time or I didn't have energy, and that's fine too because you have to be realistic in where you are. But this year I have a little bit of time, so I'm trying to do that in my physical realm, in my physical space, and definitely um, in my mental space and in my emotions, you know. So I shared with you all that I turned 49, so I'm in this nice premenopausal space, and um, my doctors always remind me on how my mood is pretty steady because I'm constantly complaining to them about my hot flashes. <laughs> And they're like, well, which one would you prefer? Would you prefer the hot flashes or how stable your mood is? And I'm like, well, I don't know about, you know, being all super moody. I just know about being all up and down with AC versus the heat versus the window down versus the AC. So I'm like, that's that's my reality. So being a woman um, of this certain age that I have disclosed, I really, from years of living, know that forgiveness is vital. Unforgiveness doesn't serve us. Clearing out emotional space is real for our health. Our mental health and our physical health are the same. Don't let anybody tell you different. Um, When you get super stressed out, you might get that good old headache. You can get an ulcer because it's connected. You know, with any ailment you have, the doctor will say, okay, do you have such and such? We're going to treat it such and such, but we need you to relax. We need you, you don't need to be stressed. Because it's connected. Our bodies and our minds are one. We're connected. So be reflective. Only you know what needs to stay and what needs to go. What was your joy and what was your lesson? Both were your blessings. And hopefully, I'll have time to do that quick New Year's Day check-in where we're going to explore, honey, those good intentions, those vision boards, all that stuff that I love. 
and we could do it all together. So going into 2020, hard conversations, we will be having those can we just talk conversations about toxic male masculinity. Boop, that's one. Black woman, superwoman complex. Boop, that's two. Parenting and reparenting. Boop, that's three. And when we get into February, we talk, uh, we're going to talk about love. The painful kind. The kind that's making us scared to love. I saw a clip of a new movie called The Photograph or The Photographer that's coming out on Valentine's Day. I'm wishy. I'm excited. But it seems like it's about a woman who was afraid to love. So... There's reasons why we get there. I mean, we don't, we're don't. we not born afraid. We have been hurt and bamboozled and disappointed and so many things. So we're going to, for the month of uh, February, delve into that. So I'm looking forward to spending 2020 with all of you. I'm excited. And um, I hope this is a place that reminds you that love is hard work, but you have done hard things before and you are worth it. So I'm sending my blessings and my love and I hope that your New Year's Eve is everything you want it to be. You may want it to be sleep. You may want it to be a party. You may want it to be a book. Whatever you want it to be, you intentionally set it and let it be that. Love is hard work and I love you. Peace. Hello and welcome to Love is Hard Work podcast with your love coach, Felicia G. I am super happy to be back with my podcast family and to be back in these good old United States. I am returning from the most blessed, miraculous event since the birth of my own children and that is the birth of my first grandbaby my granddaughter Tijani Lako Guerrier so proud of her parents and saw that superwoman strength in my daughter Tyler and I saw the king rise and shine in my son Taj. The two of them are exceptional and I am very blessed that they are mine. And the auntie of the year goes to my daughter Tia Tijani. They named the baby after her in her middle name which means crowned. My son's name, Taj, means crowned. And Tajani is a female version of that. So the first love gift to my children was to bless them in their name so that whenever their name is spoken, their identity and their blessing and a reminder of who they are is also spoken into the universe 
and that will forever bless them. So extremely blessed and honored that that continued onto my granddaughter with the blessings of her name to Johnny Crown and Lico giving homage and honor to her Polynesian ancestry by mom means a little flower. So the names are who they are and they bless them in this lifetime. So your girl is experiencing jet lag on another, another level. Um, I think it's four time zones that I went through and I counted all joy, not just joy, but joy, joy. Because on the journey, I was able to go to California, was able to fall in love with Fiji and the beautiful brown people there who welcomed me by literally saying, welcome home. The afros were popping and they looked just like my Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, Long Island, Strong Island, Manhattan crew here. So that was awesome. And um, to the beautiful New Zealand land that has birthed my super beloved granddaughter, baby girl. I call her little foot. She is absolutely perfect. And I am blessed, giving all honor to God. He is indeed faithful. And, um, all that good stuff. So, I'm back, made it, and it is February. I feel like I missed all of January, except possibly the first week in January. But I am back for that good old U.S. tradition of Black History Month in February. Black History Month is every single moment of every single day. But we do stop to pause for the cause and acknowledge throughout the United States in February. So we're not just going to ring the bell, but we're going to sound the alarm. It is February. And we are continuously making and creating Black History just to be able to express and have a platform here dedicated to love and mental wealth, I am honored. And I know that that is um, Black history and we are all the prayers of our ancestors who have gone before us, who have shed blood to have the space that we now live in. A lot of work to be done, and I'm here for it, and you're here for it. Also, next week is Valentine's Day. There's a whole story about that, but to cut to the chase, I'm going to emphasize what you know your girl's going to emphasize as your love coach, and that is love. (sighs) It's amazing because I'm always trying to find creative ways to give examples of what love is, Um, the seasons of it, uh, the tangible and palpable beauty of it, 
and trying to not just be able to express it in words through my poetry and if I was a painter on canvas, but to try to do that simultaneously, that through my words you can see it and feel it as it complements your own experiences. So for me right now, um, having my grandbaby and seeing my son become this new man, or becoming, well, yeah, a new man, because um, he was a man and now he's a father and a provider and a husband. And just seeing the way that he's expressing his love for his bride and his baby was such a blessing for me. And the way I was able to observe it and how it felt for me, how it filled my heart with joy, seeing love in this way um, was a whole new experience for me, of course. He's the oldest, he's my um, firstborn, and he's my son. And one thing that was very real for me and it was in um, trying to find the right words because goal doesn't quite set it but something that I felt really responsible to do was to make sure that the male child that I birthed would grow up to be very strong, very independent, resilient, and kind. And to teach him to be very aware and self-reflective and to own his emotions, express his emotions, and realize that his emotions are valid and to steer him very much away from toxic male masculinity because it does not serve anyone and it definitely doesn't serve the women who have to live in these patriarchal um, societies so the joy um, in seeing the, the tender care that he was showing during the pregnancy delivery and the extended love now towards his baby girl has really blessed me. So reflecting, I was thinking of the different um, seasons of love and not even in a sense of our personal um, relationships, but just our brotherly and family love in the seasons as we watch the evolution of it. So um, I'm thinking as we go into February that we can do like I've been doing, just invited for you also, is to explore your own internal 
love language. That's one. And then two, to look at your growth and evolution and what love means to you. That's pretty deep. Um, It sounds extremely simple, but it's really deep when you can sit with yourself in silence and ask yourself, how have I grown in love? Because the reality is that there can be a lot of pain associated with the feelings of love. Pain of abandonment, disappointment, um, betrayal, abuse. But as an adult, we now have the space to look at it, see what it is, decide to heal, and to take those steps. So, being in relationships that could have fractured your love lens, it could be time to look at what it is, what you learned from it. And oftentimes, that's how we figure out what we want by experiencing something that was painful and totally realizing this is not what I want. And oftentimes I tell people that when they're confused about what I want, because that's also a loaded question, oftentimes you can think about what you've been through that you didn't like or think of a list of what you don't want and then that creates clarity to what you want. Beyond that, the third question would be doing a survey of your self-worth. Because once you realize your worth, as the quote in the meme says, you will no longer give people discounts. So the three reflective cues, if you're interested, One would be to check into your own love language. Because knowing the way you interpret love will help you to not just know yourself, but to also know love languages around you. Number two, to be reflective of your growth in love, what you learn from heartbreak or just what you've learned from life and what you've learned about yourself and how you define love. And three would just be that good survey. So, my podcast crew, I am doing a love launch vision board event on February 15th. Since I totally missed January because I was on another planet 
<laughs> um, I know that we probably have our vision boards out and set, but this was a spin on it. And I was thinking about how would a vision board with just the theme of love look for me? And um, I was, of course, inspired originally by the love that I had for my granddaughter before she even entered into the earthly realm. I was so overjoyed just of the thought, and I had been so enamored with getting to my son and daughter so that I could speak to her directly from the womb, that by the time she came here, I was pretty calm and peaceful because it was like I already knew her because I had already loved her. So I was just thinking about just the different ways we love, um, the different relationships we have with different people, and um, how grateful we are in that and, and how much you learn from not just love but from pain. And all of that uh, kind of made me consider a love vision board because it's like this is how I love, this is what love means to me, but what is my vision for love for the future? And um, it's new to me, but of course there's science behind vision boards and I'm sure on our regular vision board that we've done either in December or January, there's a little piece of love on there somewhere. So I thought it would be a good idea to uh, magnify it with it being its own theme. So if you would just go to my Instagram page and DM me, uh, or email me because right now I can't even think of the Instagram page. I think it's Love Coach FG on Instagram. That's quite horrible. But um, you can also reach me through this podcast because there's this little button where you can leave a message. So leave me a message and let me know if you're in the New York area, specifically Long Island, because that's where it's going to be held. Um, I only have five seats left, so let me know if you would like to attend the Love Launch Vision Board event um, for Valentine's Day, but on Saturday. So we are going to, I'm super excited, have an interview with my husband, child. What? You know, because he didn't go with me on the trip because he had all these obligations and he couldn't take off because we were going for like a month basically and um so when I came back of course we missed each other and I was able to to ask things of him that he probably would have normally said no to like would you be a guest on my podcast and could I interview you Ciao. he said yes so I'm excited to have him um to interview him um before the month of February is out because girl We've been together forever and ever, and he done drove me crazy, and 
um, I've, I can't even say that I've driven him crazy. I really can't. But I can say that I've been very challenging. And um, we've separated fleet for how long? I think we were separated for two years, um, considering divorce. Then we were separated again because of all kind of crazy financial situations after 9-11. And then even after that, we were considering divorce because of um, traumas that were manifesting and child. When that good book comes out, y'all better get it because please, I can't wait to finish reading my own book that I'm writing. (laughs) But I'm excited to interview him and um, so look forward to that. So it's February. We're all about Black History Month um, and about love. So also you can DM me and oh, I gotta do better with writing down like information like what is your IG girl to give to the people. But um, uh, my brand um, and my daughter's brand are selling our t-shirts again for the culture and for Black History Month. My daughter has a Stay Royal line, so she has these awesome t-shirts, sweatshirts that say Stay Royal, get it, get your life, come on. Stay Royal, it's Black History Month, just a reminder to us. And of course, I have um, my Heart is Love Work, no, Love is Heart Work (laughs) t-shirts, and I'm having some new ones coming out um, starting in February for this month. And one of them, which is, well, they're all my favorites, but I really appreciate this one. This uh, t-shirt and long sleeve tee sweatshirt is called, uh, well, it says on it, Kindness Culture. So, because you know I'm all about that. So, um, for your purchase, for your support, for Black History Month, let me know. Holla at your girl. Give me a message on um, the little message button for podcasting, for the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love is hard work, but I promise you it's worth it. And it definitely starts with you. I am also a personal um, love coach and therapist. I have new slots available for the new year now that I am back. So if you are interested in a free consultation one-on-one to find out if we're a good fit to do work together, you can reach me at 917-444-1039. That's 917-444-1039. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to our next episode as we dive deeper into love so for this month i'll have an interview with my husband and we will talk about toxic male masculinity and the final february episode will be on that good old superwoman complex because we have to love us ladies speak to you soon love is hard work